Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Layla, and you're listening to a Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you can join us. Before we get into the Word, LaCharles, can you open us up in prayer? Yes. Lord, I just thank you for this podcast, Lord. I just thank you for allowing us to find the deeper meaning in what you're trying to say in all these devotionals, Lord. And I just thank you for your mercy that you have on us, Lord, and even in our land of affliction that you bless us, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for continuing to be with us, Lord, and guiding us into your truth, Lord, and your understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. So let's get to the word, shall we? Yes, we shall. Let's do it. <laughs> Can I get a volunteer to read from verse or Daniel chapter 1, verse 5 through the end of the chapter, please? I will. All right, promise? And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank. And three years of training for them, so that the, so that at the end of, of that time they might serve before the king. Now among those sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of eunuchs gave the names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar. Belteshazzar. Mm-hmm. To Hananiah, Shadrach. To Mishael. Meshach, and Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and goodwill of the chief of eunuchs. And the chief of eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who has appointed your food and drink. But why should I see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days, and let them... Give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you in the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see it fit, so do with your servants. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. And at the end of the ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all those who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away the portion of delicacies and wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. Mm-hmm. As for these four young men, men, God gave them knowledge and skill, all literature and wisdom. Daniel had under, and Daniel had understanding vision in all visions and dreams. Mm-hmm. Now at the end of the days when the king had said that the day should be brought in. The chief of eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. 
Then the king interviewed them, and among them all, no one found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers. Astrologers. Astrologers who were in all his realm. Thus Daniel continued to the first year of Cyrus. Of King Cyrus. King Cyrus. Mm -hmm. Make sure you read the words, all the words that are there, my love. Yes, mommy. Okay, baby. All right. So there's a lot in there. Mm -hmm. And I know the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. So let's share what he's he's saying. I'll begin with you guys. Uh, I kind of found it interesting with the steward that after he interviewed Dan- Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah that he decided to go, oh, this works, instead of being showing favoritism and going, oh, since you didn't do this, I'm not going to let you pass. But he said, oh, this works. So I'm going to go apply this to the other people. Well, I don't think he made everybody else eat vegetables, sweetheart. He let them continue on. And if you look at, um, what verse was that? Verse 9. God had brought Daniel into favor and goodwill, into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. So God made a place and a pathway for Daniel. Once he set himself to not be defiled, God made a pathway for him to walk it out. He provided the favor. And everybody else went on eating the delicacies and drinking the wine. Well, these four who purposed not to defile themselves, right, they got the provision of the vegetables and water. So they wouldn't be eating things offered to idols and this, that, and the other. Does that make more sense? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyone else? Kyla, what you got? Oh. Come on. I know God's saying something to you. Mm-hmm. Um, just how we were talking about how Daniel found favor with the chief of the eunuchs. And it kind of reminded me of what the Lord was saying to the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 4 through 6. Um. Thomas, could you read that for us, please? Are you there? Um, no. Okay, I'll give you a minute to get there. Can you repeat the scripture? Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 4 through 6. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away to Jew- from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands, so that they may bear, so that they may bear sons and daughters. That you may be increased there and not diminished. Thank you, Promise. You're welcome. And the last part that really 
spoke to me was a part that said that you may be increased there and not diminished. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That even through this time of correction that the Lord still brought them there so they were benefited and blessed. Mm -hmm. And you can see that with Daniel. He was blessed and they were elevated to higher positions. They were after they were examined by both the chief of the eunuchs and also the king, there was none like them. Mm-hmm. No matter where the king searched, there was no one that could compare to them. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just mind-blowing that even during that time, the Lord knew and he only has good things planned for us. And when we purpose to walk in that, he's faithful to help us carry it out and to bless us abundantly. So it's kind of like showing off that our God is the true and living God. And see, this is what you get when you serve the Lord your God with all your heart. Mm-hmm. He makes an example and mm-hmm. a clear distinction between mm-hmm. you and everyone else. Amen. And here's the, if we can look at the big picture, what's the difference? You remember when God was, he was the scripture, um, group of scriptures you brought up in Jeremiah 29. But in other places in Jeremiah, they said, God said, this is what I have. Choose life and you and your seed will live. If you don't, you try to run and you, you know, get away. You're going to be caught and destruction is going to happen. We talked about in our Sunday, I mean, our Saturday um, prayer and worship service that you have to commit Absolutely. To what God says to you. So there was a word of God spoken by the prophet Jeremiah, right? That yes. he's still living at this time because he was able to write letters to them mm-hmm. later on while he was still in uh, Judah, but they were in Babylon already. He's writing letters to them. So you have to commit. And in order to commit, you have to do what first? Purpose it in your heart? Believe. Believe. You have to believe first. So. Daniel could have gone there. If, if you don't believe, how are you going to to do? What is how are you going to carry to? out? Right, right, exactly. It'll be lip service, not wholehearted. So Daniel could have gone there. Daniel, um, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, they could have gone there, folded their arms and pouted, and been like, we never go have, and grumbled and complained. But instead, they mixed with faith the word that was, they mixed their faith with the word that was spoken to them. Sound familiar, anybody? Yes. So, because they believed God, now they began to align with the purpose and the destiny that God said. God already gave the word. If you go there, I'm going to bless you. You go willing, you go do what I ask you to do, I'm going to bless you. And not only am I going to bless you, but I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to elevate you and increase you, and it's going to be good for you. Right? Yes. So, they mixed their faith with it. And, and there you see verse 8, Daniel purposed in his heart. He locked in and committed to doing what God said in the word. So if I, he said, hmm, this is my, my assessment of what happened, okay? Hmm, if I agree with God and I come in here and I choose to walk in his ways, it's going to be good for me. All I got to do is walk with him. Versus going, no, God, you sent me here to kill me. You brought me here to make me die. You, you don't love us. You're, you're mean to us. He didn't do that. Or saying the blessing has to look a certain way, i.e., or, for example, they're still in Israel, right? Because it says in Jeremiah that they left some of the, the poor people and the farmers to be vine dressers and shepherds, right? Still working for the king of Babylon, Absolutely. but just from a different location. So, 
if we look right at Scripture, the Lord also promised, hey, when you follow me, you'll remain in the land, right? Mm-hmm. You'll live in the land. So they could have, and this is the negative view, said, well, Lord, the blessing has to look like this, only in this way. But they didn't. They just committed to the Lord and allowed him to lead them and provide the way to show favor and grace and mercy mm-hmm. and bring peace in the midst of the situation, regardless of what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about yesterday, when God disciplines, the purpose is for the preservation of our destiny, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Not only in this life, but in the one that's to come. And our ultimate destiny is to be restored to the Father. With no more separation. He is our God and we are his people. That's always the destiny. That's the ultimate thing. But he has something specific and details provided for our individual life. Right? So because Daniel locked himself into, he believed God and God accounted to him for righteousness. We know that by what God demonstrated. Right? Once he purposed that, then God provided the pathway for him to walk it out. That's his character. That's how our God is. That's who our God is. That's how he does things. So it's no different with us. When he speaks to you and you commit to it, you believe what he says, and then you endeavor to see it come to pass. He said his imagination on what God said. He said his hope on what God said. He said his faith on what God said. He said his actions on what God said. Mm-hmm. To see what God's saying, see what God was saying and see that come to pass in his life. And he looked everywhere to validate it. Not to prove it wrong, but to go, yep, there you are, God, I see you. Yep, that's another place that you've proven yourself. Not to go, well, that that's just luck. Or I don't see what you said, God. I don't see it coming to pass, so never mind. Does that make sense? He yes. looked for an opportunity to, to agree with the Lord. And when he did that, God opened the door for him. Obedience, faith and obedience is our open door to whatever it is that God has for us, right? Yes. So... um, he had to come in alignment with that purpose, and then when he did, here we go. It opens the door, and they had a good life. I mean, you can see things coming about, and God's going, I'm proving what I said to you. There was nobody like them. I, which one of you mentioned that, Kylo? Kylo yes. mentioned it, yes. And their, not only was their physical body preserved, but that sparked their minds. I don't know if they were that smart until they committed to the way of the Lord. I'd venture to say they weren't because you can't operate in the wisdom of God without being first connected, right? Yes. Yes. Um, By faith. So God began to cause it to manifest and come to the surface. So that should provide hope for you and also help you to see strategy and the logistics of how do you walk with the Lord? What did he say? Take them at just initially. I believe what you said. Okay, get saved first. That's always mm-hmm. the, the, the first Absolutely. of the first. <laughs> Come into a relationship with the Lord. Get saved first. Put but him it, in his in his place. And by that, I don't mean I'll put you in your place, but more understanding and recognizing that the Lord is God. Mm-hmm. He's your Lord and Savior or desires to be. Mm-hmm. Allow him to take his place on the throne of Have your his life, rightful place, yes. his rightful place, the throne of all creation. Mm-hmm. especially in your life and in your heart. Mm-hmm. So they, be- they believe God and they begin to have actions that validated, verified, and lined up with the fact that they believe what God said to them. 
So God, you said you're going to bless us. Then let's hold to all the word of God that we know, all the counsel of God that we understand. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be defiled by eating things served to idols. Delicacies is whatever it was. If it was contrary to when God said, uh, you know, don't eat this, that, and the other, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever was happening to their food, somehow it didn't appear pleasing. Well, you can find that in two places, right? It's the success that it's either that it wasn't butchered properly, and you find that in Leviticus 3.17. Mm-hmm. Leviticus 7:26, 17, 10 through 14, or 19, Leviticus 19:26, or that the meat was, as you say, stated, offered to idols or sacrificed to idols. And you can find those scriptures in Exodus 34:15 and 1 Corinthians 10:20. Mm-hmm. So they said, we're going to adhere to what God has already said. And God, we believe that you got the other side of it. You'll do it on your part because they couldn't make the unit go along with it, right? Because if they had pushed a little too hard, they could have been, you know, head chopped off kind of deal and or thrown into a pit. They could have been harmed. So mm-hmm. they trusted that God would do his part. And is God faithful? Yes. yes. Okay. And then when they got there, then they went to the next step and God gave them wisdom. They opened the door to wisdom the moment they aligned themselves and purpose mm-hmm. to do what was right. So, and you see that especially in... Verse 17, for the four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill, or and skill, excuse mm-hmm. me, in all literature and wisdom. That's the natural, mm-hmm. earthly portion. But then the spiritual growth and development also occurs. Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Mm-hmm. Right? So both now it happens in the spiritual first and then in the natural. You see, all of each of these four men, young men, mm-hmm. purposed to serve the Lord fully, to come into alignment to learn the Lord, His nature, His character by His ways, mm-hmm. and the Lord honored that in both the natural and the spiritual. Amen. Well, Charles, you got something to say? Let us hear, it, baby. Um, like Dad was saying with the animals and how with the delicacies, the Lord was also showing me that whereas. He states in Leviticus 11 how the food that foods that they were allowed to eat, which they were not allowed to eat. Mm-hmm. The Lord was showing me that it was also what Dad said, and it was also foods that they were not supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. It was causing them to sin by eating that because it was an abomination and defying themselves mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. That's it. Amen. Okay. But Amen. then let's also look at the result, right? And, and, and this is kind of briefly covered, right, by both you, honey, and by Kyla. The result was that they grew in all matters of wisdom and understanding, mm-hmm. and they found were found ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all the realm. So, let's let's not forget these were slaves. Mm-hmm. They came to Babylon as slaves, and the Lord still gave them a place of honor, of superiority, and this is, I'll say, early in the game. They, they, however, the, whatever span of time this is, this wasn't thirty years into the captivity. This was a towards the start. Yes, it said three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, years. so there you go. In a three-year span, they went from slaves to a place of honor, of superiority, if you will. The Lord made it distinguishable. Mm-hmm. And you also see, let, let, let's look at a micro element here as well. 
early on, he decided not to do the delicacies. Exactly. But then he had to maintain that for the duration mm-hmm. of the three years. He couldn't and did not quit. And go, man, I've been doing this long enough, Lord. I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. Bring me that piece of meat. You know, give me that turkey or whatever it was that they weren't supposed to be eating. Or you understand what I'm saying? He, was, he endured to see the fruit and the revelation, the revealing and manifestation of the things that God had already said and ordained. And I'm sure there were, there were little springs popping up there. You know, first you get the, the blade, right? You get a little piece of, when you plant a seed, you get a little sprout that comes out. It's all thin and, and tiny. <laughs> then it gets stronger, and that little first little tiny part actually ends up falling off when the real stalk shows up. And it begins to grow up, and then it gives the, the outside where the corn should be, and then the, the corn comes up underneath that, right? There's a process yeah. to it. But they had to hang in there to see the fullness. They didn't snatch the little bean sprout that came out and start eating on it or even look at it and go, well, that's not enough, right? Forget that. Bring me that turkey leg or, you know, whatever it was, that, again, that they weren't supposed to be eating. So there's a, that's another process. Endure. Let patience have its perfect work. Absolutely. So that you may be what? Complete and entire, lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. But also, just like Paul writes, this is the next side of that, when were they found to be ten times wiser or better than everyone else? They were examined. When they were examined. When they were tested. It's an opportunity to demonstrate everything that the Lord has put on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't be, that's what Paul writes, right? Don't be afraid of various trials and all these other things. Count it all joy. Count it says. all joy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's easy to, to say, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm this in the, in the easy times when everything's running smoothly. Mm-hmm. But this, in this, it's, we should recognize when the king examined them, when he tried them, when he tested them. And there was always the penalty of the acts. Always. If you displease the king. Like, don't, don't mistake that and think, oh, it was just them marching in there, standing in a line. The king could chop your head off because it's Tuesday, and you just woke up, and he was like, hey, this, it's, today's the day. Literally, I don't like the way you smell. <laughs> Literally. because they For were, any they were reason, for no reason. Fragrances and, and a routine and a regimen in there, and if it didn't mingle with your skin right, you stink. Get out of here. You stinketh. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite Lazarus, but yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything's better with that old TH at the oh, end. Yeah. So um, there, was, there was that as well. So it wasn't just a non-pressured event for them. It wasn't just, oh, easy day. So there were, there were some implications to this testing, this examination, this interview that they called it. And so don't be afraid of testing. And I'm sure the testing didn't just happen one time. Because mm-hmm. you don't get discovered to be ten times better than... Everyone, all the magicians, all the astrologers in the whole kingdom. That's including the old ones that had already been there. And been established. and, and right. So, mm-hmm. like anything else, it's We're probably a, a sequence or a series of tests, mm-hmm. of trials. And he might have been so shocked by it that he brought them back. Because when young people stand out, it's, it's amazing to older people. Absolutely. And... They just can't get enough of it. That's been my experience. <laughs> yes. They find a young person that's strong and intelligent and has a good head on their shoulders, if you will. Demonstrates maturity. They want right. to have them around. They want to just just to be 
my, my people would say tickled by it, like my relatives, <laughs> yes. my mom, they're just tickled. They, they have joy over it. They laugh and they enjoy it and they relish in it. Did you hear how smart he is or she is? Look at, look at her. She's so beautiful. Look at him. He's so handsome and strong and he's not a stupid kid. He, you know, he's, <laughs> he's not foolish. <laughs> right. No, no, but he but makes good decisions. He's so wise and they want to tell everybody about it. So you're, but then not just tell everybody it's okay. Well now demonstrate it. Oh yeah. My mom used to there's, there's dance. that side as well. Right. <laughs> or, dance. Show everybody you can dance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or sing, baby. And you're like, we don't want to sing anymore. Exactly. It's a blessing. So I say it to, to bring up this point. Don't fear testing mm-hmm. or the time of testing. Yes. Consider what it is, right? An opportunity to let the Lord shine in and through you mm-hmm. and demonstrate who he is in your life. That's right. What he has given you, blessed you with. If we go back even to... Verse 17 in chapter 1, right? The blessings that he gave to Daniel and to the, to the four people. Well, three, oh, four, four yeah. counting Daniel. Mm-hmm. But what he gave to all of them mm-hmm. because they trusted him. They had faith. They believed. Mm-hmm. Let, let's all come to that same place in our lives. Mm-hmm. It's imperative for you, for me, for each of us. Mm-hmm. Move forward in faith. Trust. Believe. The Lord, regardless of the situation, if we've committed to him our ways, our our thoughts, everything, every aspect of our life, then he has us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, when Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray and what we know now is the Lord's Prayer, there's an element that says, lead us not into hard hard testing or temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Uh So it's not that we're out looking for a fight, if you will, but we're prepared. And even when Jesus told them about the trouble that they would have in the world, he said, don't, don't try to plan your, your defense or what you're going to say ahead of time. I'll tell you what to say in the moment, just exactly what's needed. So mm-hmm. I will prepare you and clothe you and cloak you with my wisdom so that you are able to speak and not, they're not able to resist the wisdom of God coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Here you see that in action. One, this is well before the time of our Messiah physically walking in the earth. He was still here. God is still God. But he wasn't in his dirt body. That's right. He wasn't in his natural man form. But the same concepts have still been shown in these people, right? But that he also instructed into his, to his disciples who would later become the apostles and uh, be the, the venue or the the um, avenue that the church of God, the church of Christ would come to, right? So what he said to them applies to us, the disciples, but also what he said to the disciples is already what he's manifested and demonstrated to Daniel, to people that would dare to believe God. He's mm-hmm. the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, so let's go back to verses 12 and 17. I'm oh, sorry, 12. And Daniel? Yes, and Daniel. Chapter 12. 1. And there was another mm-hmm. one. Oh, and 14. Read both of those scriptures real quick. Promise. Mm-hmm. 12, 14. Please test your servants for 10 Please days. what, your servants? Test. Oh. Okay. And then, no, that's fine. He's testing them in what? In the, in the diet, right? Mm-hmm. Verse 14. What's it say? 
So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. He did what for ten days? Tested them. Oh. Wait, this is at the beginning, though. This isn't even all the way back to what we started with, talking about testing and examining from the king. This was from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It started with a test. Mm-hmm. Right, just like you, you brought up, honey. Jesus, as soon as he received the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right, was led to, to be tested. That was a hard test, in my opinion. I mean, Absolutely. testing got harder for Jesus, but that was a... Well, right morning, out the right out the gate. <laughs> that was a good morning wake up <laughs> kind of test. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Neither should we be afraid. We've already Amen. been prepared. Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. Exactly. Let's allow him to shine in and through us in mm-hmm. every area and aspect. Mm-hmm. Whether it's well, in this case it was in their in their diet even. Mm-hmm. Right? It was a determination, hey, I don't want to defile myself before my heavenly father. Because I know better. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, it was in all ma- matters. Right? Of intellect. Mm-hmm. But they had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then grow. And again, as we pointed out, it took three years. Right? But yes. Let's also remember, when you brought the children of Israel, or the children a visual in the wilderness, into the promised land, what did he say? Which part any? It's going to take three years. I'm not going to give it to you all at once because you will not be able to handle it. It is a journey. It is a walk of faith. Mm-hmm. We have to commit to the entirety of the walk. Little by little, he said. Little by little, right? I'll give it to you little mm-hmm. by little, right? Because if he gave it to them all at once, it would overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. In other words, this is the paraphrased mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. They would not be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just like our walk in Christ. We have to trust him throughout it until he, just like we see in 20, they were established mm-hmm. as the head. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I wanted to address here is verses 6 and 7. I promise will you read those for me, sweetheart? Yes. Now from among those sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of youngs gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. All right, what's important about that? We are in the world, but we are not of the world. Our identity our name comes from Jesus Christ mm-hmm. himself and alone. It's, you, there are times when, when you're, as we're among the world, they'll try to change your name. Everything about you. They'll try you. to give you a different identity other than what God has already said about you and get you to identify with them and cast aside what the Lord said. But it's your job. Like, oh, you can't do that. You're too small. I'm going to call you tiny. God didn't call me tiny. Right? Yes. You can't do that. Oh, you're not cool. Or you're, you know, and try to reshape how you and who you identify with, your identification. But that's why we are to know who we are. Right? And you see Daniel push back against that by faith by going, I don't want to be defiled with their delicacies. Now you gave me the name of your language, of your people, so that I can identify and blend in with your people versus standing out. 
as God has ordained me to. You see that? Yes. And you all yes. see that, that difference right there? Blend in with the world. Be just like, be conformed to my world, if you will. But God said, be transformed. Mm-hmm. And we, you had something? Well, you also see, I'll say that same thing confirmed in verse 19. Interviewed them among them. None was found like, which names did they go with? The names the Lord gave to them, which is their Hebrew names, or the names that the Chaldeans under King Nebuchadnezzar gave to them? names what the lord called them because they had purpose to serve the lord fully to be consecrated to him i find that significant they retain their identity in christ regardless of what anyone else tried to put on them mm-hmm. or take away cha- or take mm-hmm. away from or change them. alter yeah. they held firm and fast they stood They were committed, as we should be. Now, the first happened because, as you were saying, they came into a relationship with the Lord. That's the first step. But then they committed their ways before the Lord to know Him, to know His ways, but then to walk in them. And when that, and, and, and by that I mean the Lord and His Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, nobody can take that from you. Mm hmm. Amen. And don't give it up, but nobody can steal that from you. That's right. You have all the determining factor. You have all the choice and there's the world's going to put great pressure on you to try to be like them, to take what they think you should be, what they think you should have, how they think you should talk, what they think you should do because it's the spirit of the antichrist that's in the world, right? Not necessarily the vessels. Most of the time they don't realize that they're cooperating with the devil. Some people do, but most of the time, give them grace. They don't understand what's actually happening. But you should be sober and vigilant. You should be aware of the tactics of the enemy. Not be ignorant, if you will. Able to distinguish and separate the holy from the profane Mm -hmm. or the common. So if God says, no, this is who you are. This is what I put on the inside of you. This is what I've prepared a place for you in. This is what I desire of you. And someone else goes, well, I don't really think that's a good fit for you. I think you should be doing this. Whose report are you going to believe? Whose account will you take? Who are you going to serve, God or man? Mm-hmm. And they may pressure you greatly. Well, we're not going to talk to you if you don't do that. Well, we're going to blast you on Facebook, or we're going to boycott your business. Ruin or, your career, or whatever it is. Tell people not to hire you. Whatever it is, or you know, depending on your age, we're going to bully you at school, and you're not going to be a part of the in crowd. We're not going to talk to you at work. Whatever it is, the pressure to let go of what God says to relinquish that authority and that destiny and identity that Jesus Christ died for you to have and that he's given you so that you can take up something that's false. Why? To destroy your destiny. But it's for you to know who you are. And you can say with your mouth all day long, no, I know who I am. It's really about your actions. Because if you say it and you don't believe it, it's an idle word. If you're not absolutely convinced and established on the inside of not only what Jesus Christ has said about you, the Messiah has said about you and concerning you, but that you're committed to hold fast to that, you will be tossed to and fro like a wind, like a wave driven by the wind of the sea, right? Like a wave in the sea driven by the wind. Let me get that right. You'll be double-minded. You'll go back and forth. Today you'll feel like you are. Tomorrow you won't. 
also that that brings us to because Daniel and these other young men purpose to agree and align themselves with the word of God, the true word of God that was spoken through the prophet Jeremiah, they had a word by which they could wage war. Isn't that the same thing that the apostle Paul said to Timothy? Mm-hmm. Wage warfare, the good warfare by... Fight the good fight. That's right. By the prophecies that were already spoken concerning you. Mm-hmm. Use them. Believe God that he's already spoken to you concerning it. Take his word for it. And now you take that and you clothe yourself. What is the sword of the spirit? The word, the word of God. Not just any word. Not the word of your mommy and your daddy. Mm-hmm. But the word of God is the sword of the spirit. That's, that's sharp enough, right? It's a two-edged sword that's able to divide asunder something as close and almost inseparable as the the soul and the spirit. Take that word. That's perfection. And you take it to the devil. As the example. (laughs) No, but as the example, it was in Christ, right? Who is our pattern example? Where he said, what? Well, my mama said, or, or, or Joseph, right? His earthly father said, what? No, no. He said, it is written. What God has said. This is what the Lord said. We've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the what? Word of our testimony. The testimony is that Jesus is who he said he is, that God mm-hmm. is good and everything that God says will come to pass. So you, can you see how all that is lined up and, and strung together that it, so to make it effective and applicable to your daily life? And you see it manifested and being walked out here by people who came before Jesus physically came and lived shed his blood and died and was raised again. They were able to apply the same kind mm-hmm. of word of God in their life as you are. He took the prophecy concerning his situation, and he said, my name goes right there. I'm going to now wage war according to this word. Because believe it, some people went down to Egypt. And they experienced what God said was already going to be out there waiting for them. They did. Just like when he spoke to Cain, when he was angry about the, the sacrifice that God was like, mm, I don't respect that. I'm rejecting it. Right? He yes. said, sin lies at the door, and its desire is to have you, but you should rule over it. And he said, mm. Cain, by his actions, decided instead to remove the example of righteousness and disobey what God said to him. Did he end up having the result that God said? Yes. Sin had him. All his choice. So you can either wage war, the good warfare, the good fight of faith, by the prophecies that God has said concerning you. And if you don't have a specific word, you have the written word, you've got a whole Bible full of good things that God has already said about you. Absolutely. Start there. And in any place it says all, to him who believes, anyone, everyone, your na- put your name in that blank. <laughs> Write yes. your name in that spot. God yep. is talking to you. Absolutely. It's a good start. And then as your relationship with him grows and develops and you prove yourself faithful and obedient, he'll reveal more and specific things to you, mm-hmm. about you, about your calling, your plan, your purpose, your destiny. Mm-hmm. Feel in the details. That comes with obedience. That's right. If we can't be obedient in little things, how can he teach us more? The one who's faithful over little becomes ruler over much. The most valuable thing there is is the word of God. 
our relationship with him, his wisdom, his word, and his counsel. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's all move forward in that. Let's purpose and determine in our hearts, our minds, and our lives to know more about the Lord, his ways, not just his nature, his character, his attributes, not just the things he does for us, but his ways, his thoughts. They are not like ours. They are higher than ours. And in so doing, we will be considered a friend of God. We will be considered faithful. Mm-hmm. Last thing, God provided longevity. Absolutely. To those who endeavored to remain with him. He sustained them and supported them. So let God be that long life to Amen. you in every capacity. All right. Well, let's pause there for today, and we'll pick it up again tomorrow. All right? Uh, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. Thank you. All right, Layla. Lord, I just thank you for today and the time that you've given us to spend time in your word, Lord. And I thank you for the preservation and your covering, Lord, and that we can find rest and everything that we need in you, Lord, and that we don't have to worry or be anxious for anything. And when we have a trouble, we can just cast our cares upon you, Lord, because we know that you care and that you'll take care of the whole mm. thing, Lord. You mm. will leave nothing undone, nothing that's missing, Lord, that you just make us whole and make it perfect and give us more than what we asked for, Lord. And I just thank you for your goodness. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, amen. amen. Well, we love you. We're praying for you. So have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.